Lord Jesus Christ. The sermon I gave at our Mass in the Park uh, last night, or yesterday evening, is one that I'm going to partially give uh, to, to you this morning. Um, let me start my watch. We want to make, yeah, we're doing seven minutes and one point. Well, one point might be stretched a bit, but I'll try and stick to the seven minutes as well. So, um, I wanted to focus on that as well, but there's a very important point in the gospel, and, and scripture scholars will say that this was a defining moment for Jesus when that woman came who was a Samaritan. Initially, the focus of Jesus was to renew the house of Israel. But with this woman coming to him like this, he realized that God's mission is broader than that, and it is to all people. And he gives her a beautiful compliment by calling her, O woman. The same respect that he gave to women of faith in his life, his own mother and Mary Magdalene and other women as well. So you could say this woman was providential in opening the church and opening God's mission to all people, to the Gentiles and to beyond. <clears throat> Some time ago, I spoke to you about a wonderful book called Finding Your Hidden Treasure. And I want to speak a little bit about that this morning and the importance of silent prayer in our lives. When Jesus was uh, at the beginning of John's Gospel, the first words of Jesus were, to two disciples of John the Baptist who were following him. He turned and saw them, and he said to them, What do you seek? So this is a very powerful question. What do you seek? And it's one that you should ask yourselves at this time in your life as well, because it is one that Jesus asked as he began his public ministry, as he entered into the Passion, and at the resurrection he asked of Mary Magdalene, What do you seek? It's one he's asking of you now as well. But what accompanies that question is a gaze. And the gaze is an invitation into relationship. And you would not be here this morning unless Jesus Christ had gazed, has gazed at you deep within your soul. <clears throat> he has gazed at you and he wants you to have a relationship with him. So after he gazed at them, he invited them to come and see. And what, what would they have seen in coming to be with Jesus? And as scripture tells us, that the number of times that Jesus goes away to a quiet place to pray is quite amazing when you focus on it in all of the scriptures. It seems every second moment he's gone away to a quiet place to pray, and especially in important times in his life. And that is why if we want to be serious about our faith, if we want to be serious about our relationship with God, we must be willing to give at least 30 minutes a day to prayer and to silent prayer. That means that you go away to a quiet place and you sit down and you make the effort to become quiet within for 30 minutes. Now I set my timer on my watch for 30 minutes. Sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. If you are uh, preoccupied with something, if you have an anxiety, a fear, a worry, um, then 
that makes it a little bit more difficult. But we must imagine it as going deeper and deeper and deeper within ourselves and quieter and quieter and quieter within ourselves. I might have said this before, but one Archbishop was asked, how did you pray this morning? He said, for the first 29 minutes, he says, I was quite distracted. For the last one minute, I got a sense of God's presence in our lives. Because something we have to know, that when we pray, that doesn't come from our own motivation. It comes from God. We can't go to God. God is coming to us, and delight, God delights in coming to us. And that is something that we have to keep in mind. St. John of the Cross says, For those who pray, it is important to remember that, that you who seek God, even more so, is God seeking you as well. So we have to become quiet because God's first language is silence. And we have to become silent within to hear God's voice in our lives. So this is something that's really, really important. Wow. Um, just two minutes left. Wow, that's fast. Um, the next thing that Jesus speaks about and Jesus does is that he, he always, the word of God always forms compassionate community. So we know that we are on the right track if we are motivated to embrace in compassion other people, especially people in need. Because God has said from the beginning of time, God has chosen to reveal himself to the world through us. And that is a great honor, but it is also a great responsibility that God has chosen to reveal himself to the world through us. So my friends, the woman today in the Gospel of Day, she is responsible from the good, for the good news to be preached to all the Samaritans, to people who were despised and excluded at that time. God is using us, first of all, to listen to him, to be present to him, to be present to his presence to us, he, to, to, be, to know that, that we are cherished and loved. And God dwells within us, and God is offering us some wonderful joy, peace, and hope in our lives. But also, as a sign of that, he is also going to motivate us to bring that same love to other people in our lives especially people who are in need. I will conclude by saying that I preached on loneliness um, in our parish some weeks ago, and I got a tremendous response afterwards, people telling me how glad they were that I raised that subject. One woman came up to me and said, Father, I am lonely. She was an elderly woman. And I said, what a great shame when we have thousands upon thousands of people who are Catholics in our parish and that somebody is lonely among them. And that means that we all have a responsibility to reach out to all people so that everybody is living life and life in its fullness.